for taking the time to do this. Um, I appreciate your time, particularly, of course, as we're on our, the home stretch to the release of your new album out this Friday, 29th of September, Long Branch Records. How are you feeling at the moment? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, time has advanced so fast um, recently, and there's so much going on and so much to do. It's sometimes hard when you're getting into the week of the release, actually, to realize that you're going to release a new album in a couple of days. Uh, it's just weird. At some point, it just becomes a date, and we've released the singles, you know, and we've heard the album itself a thousand times and gone mm -hmm. through, you know, uh, the mixing, the songwriting processes, the, the, the first mastering version to third, and, you know, so kind of it's, I don't know, it just comes out, and then it's out there, and then... Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess it's a thing to celebrate, but at the same time, it's sort of, you know, it's just a, a day like every other and there's enough things surrounding it and things to do. So, um, yeah, but the nice thing about it will be that we actually, for the first time, then get some feedback as well from, you know, all the fans who will then probably will hopefully listen to it. And then, you know, so um, that wave is, of course, coming. Yeah, that's cool. This isn't, of course, your first rodeo when it comes to releases. Do you enjoy the long build that comes with a release, the drip feeding of content and the teasing of your listener base? Well, things have changed a little bit uh, considering that because, um, uh, you yeah, know, nowadays there's a lot more social media stuff to do um a lot more singles get released it used to be different you would maybe release two singles you would uh release the album you know just as teasers and then that was it and nowadays it's sort of like a lot of um single celebration i don't really know how i um feel about that because like for an artist it's sort of more exhausting because it's a whole lot longer process and like a run of promotion and most of the time you have to do it yourself. Uh -huh. um, so, um, of course, it's nice to present new stuff. But at the same time, it's also stealing away the time you would maybe have to, uh, you know, for yourself or to write new stuff. You know, like it's taking the focus away. And that's sort of, um, but these are new developments. Um, that's why I don't, I don't really know how I feel towards that. Honestly, like it's nice to present the stuff and to tease mm -hmm. people. But I'm not so, so much a fan of, you know, over teasing, like like maybe three singles would have been enough or just two and uh, the hype for the album even bigger. Nowadays, it's just a different concept. Also, labels want to work differently. You know, they want to work like a long promo time in advance and they want uh, four singles released and this and that. And you have to promote the single for two weeks or you can do mm -hmm. it. But, you know, things used to be very different. Like we would used to never do that kind of stuff during our third album or our second because uh the whole internet world wasn't so huge yet back then yeah i don't know well you, you've nailed it really you said it yourself it's it's a different game now and it's changed it's and uh, yeah can you personally find something to enjoy in all of that process you know you finish an album it's done you complete it and you've now got to do this long process what areas can you point out that you personally enjoy well, if it's a cool music video, I like to share it and to somehow, you know, if it's to, to tell the story or whatever, and the song comes to um to life through 
a visual element that's something that i like to share or i also like to participate in music videos and that's it's sort of like the thing that i like to do and i know it's like promo and stuff but um that's one of the things um and uh of course every time i release or we release a single i'm sort of curious about the the feedback but but at some point um you can overdo it and mm. and that's and that's sort of the thing you know like um just releasing singles by single and teasing and teasing it's um i don't know i i think maybe this time we a little bit overdid it i'm not so sure about that myself but it feels a little bit like that because you're just releasing stuff via the internet and it's sort of i'd rather get out on the road with the full record and play you know th rather than i'm sitting at home on my smartphone and and uh, going for instagram stories and tagging these people and tagging those you know what i mean it's like it's like i'd just rather go on the road and throw out the record and be like yeah let's celebrate this together on tour let's have even more dates you know rather than more time on my phone <laughs> yeah i mean i i wish i could say hey it'll definitely continue it'll it'll go back to that but i don't think it is <laughs> no it's not it's not you you mentioned feedback say talking and focusing on the singles um how, where's your line there? How do you how do you balance that? Are you a you going on YouTube reading all the comments, Facebook stuff like that, or are you able to distance yourself from that? Um, I think all of like all three of us usually just um give it some time. You know, like if if you do an Instagram post in the morning, maybe you'll then let it live for throughout the day, and then you'll check in the evening, and then maybe respond. So sometimes you respond immediately. Uh, with YouTube, it's a different thing because it's a different format and it's about music videos. So we many times set up a premiere so you can actually chat with the fans live yeah. watching it. And um, yeah, and after maybe a couple of days or, or weeks, it really can differ. Um, you, of course, like like to go through the comments and uh, read what people thought and then you might reply. But I really don't have a system. It's, you know... Um, it's pretty dependent on what else is going on at the moment. So, yeah. Which is the right way to sort of think of it. You're going to do it when you have the time, the mental capacity, yep. all of that. Exactly. But the thing is, we, of course, like to engage also with the, with our fans. Like it's, it's actually something nice and some of the good sides of social media that you can actually yeah, engage directly with the fans or with people and, um, you know, say thank you or, hey, check out this or, uh, what do you guys think of that and this and that and you know then you have small chit chats and that, that's kind of like a nice thing yeah well i think there's going to be a lot more engagement come the release because it is a phenomenal record we rated it 10 out of 10 and have called oh, it thanks. one of the best and most creative albums of this entire year at what point did you realize that you had something pretty special in your hands here I don't know if uh, when you're in a band, you always see your um, new work or something super special. I would always say it's like the best music we tried to write at the time. And um, it's a good record. Um, it's a special record. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Sometimes you get maybe that vibe from when you've written a couple of songs and then you know how they match together or how, how how they maybe become friends with each other and they work together well then you're sort of getting a feeling towards hey this is kind of like a 
special run of songs that we have, but it's more like a feeling you have throughout the writing process when you've maybe also finished a track and you're like, hey, this is really cool how these certain pieces uh, connect to each other. But there was, at least for me, there was not this moment that we finished the record and then I was like, wow, this is so amazing and this is special, you know. <laughs> many, many times you don't really even know how to first feel about a record because you you need um you know you're you're stuck in that process so deeply from the first songwriting demos to the last stage in the mastering and the mixing and all the thousands of stages in between that you actually need a little bit um distance from it first and maybe like a couple of months later you're you will come back to it and be like wow hey this actually turned out a lot better than what i thought or it's uh or whatever your feeling is yeah Cool. Um, well, take me back to the early days of its inception, specifically your vision. Did you have one for what you wanted this record to look like? No, we used to have that maybe in the past with previous records that um, there was maybe like a concept or like underlying concept story to it. And we would say, hey, let's mu musically do this or try to work with the lyrics this kind of way if this is going to be the theme then we're going to you know uh, write these kind of pieces and they hopefully they work a certain way with each other this time there was no um thread there was no uh, concept or there wasn't a storyline um there were no lyrics in the beginning it, we just you know started to write music and collect pieces and then sort of um throughout the way it sort of um yeah crystal it's all about what what it was going to be and um yeah do you do you, do you remember can you remember a specific point when you, i guess you could say it all started to come together when you were completing tracks you realized that this was going to be the complete album um so to speak yeah that was pretty much um when we met together and rented ourselves into a holiday home that's um that was in the middle of a lockdown here in germany actually uh, but we were allowed to travel due to because it was our work. So uh, we got a work permit and everything and rented this holiday um, home in the middle of nowhere, somewhere in northern Germany. Um, it was countryside. Um, and we um, listened together at all the material that was already there. Um, worked on one piece, um, worked on three more. Those three sort of... Um, were finished in their instrumental form and came to be, and they matched kind of a couple of pieces that we already um, had written at that time. Um, and that was sort of the point where we understood, hey, this is going to be a more atmospherical and um, uh, um, album that goes sort of more, if it's, if it's hard, goes more into death and black metal. And we have these, you know, very dark vibes mixed with these, acoustic and atmospheric vibes and and we should stick to this rather than um break this concept because we are now already have too many pieces that are like in this that have the same sort of feeling although they're stylistically apart from one another so then we kicked another song that we actually wrote in the holiday home because it just did not um fit stylistically mm. into the thing and we also kicked a couple of other pieces that were basically already finished but they were having such a different vibe that you would have somehow you know broken the cycle of um feeling of the underlying feeling that these songs had in common uh, maybe that was the point yeah where we realized what kind of work this album is going to be 
it, it it sounds like it was all very natural. Like you didn't necessarily have a clear like this is what we want it to be, and instead you explored it. You creative juices got flowing, and this is what came out. Yeah, that was very much the process at this time. And and when we basically had finished um, that holiday ho holiday home episode, we um, uh, it didn't take so much longer until we had a couple of other tracks, and then we sort of realized we're not even missing so much anymore so it kind of came out about really naturally yeah it did that that stuff that you've kind of didn't fit that you dropped um effectively pushed to the side who knows come back to it later on well yeah i mean we haven't talked about that yet but basically <laughs> there's still more material it's just a different it has a different vibe to it but but um asking me i would always say well you know those are cool tracks where you can make something out of it let's just uh make another ep out of it or or whatever or, or rework them you know like uh, never say never and if, if they're, they're basically cool tracks that still yeah. don't have a cool vibe why not why not do them but uh we we haven't talked about that yet so i mean um we actually released a couple of um those tracks as bonus material on our in our limited uh, album box version so you'll only have access to it if you buy the box that's that's kind of like a cool gimmick of course just instrumental demos and in, in their you know status a couple of years back already by now but but um let's see never say never yeah that's still cool cool for uh people that do pick up the box um to have those there yeah. really you know to have that extra thing it's a drive to want to pick up the box yeah exactly of course, we hope they do. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, okay, so overall, thinking about the entire album creation process, for you personally, what were some of the more challenging aspects to creating this album? Uh, that's a difficult question because... Um, once I started writing songs, I kind of like knew what I wanted to do. And that already worked out pretty well. I think maybe for me, it was sort of in the end, um, trying to understand what kind of album this is going to be, what we were missing, and kind of um, coming to uh, like, yeah, coming to a common um, agreement. On what the thing is going to be you know because um sometimes you maybe have a might have a different vision than your bandmates or than the than the other bandmates and uh yeah i think that was sort of um the only struggle that that uh i could have kept continuing like i could have kept writing songs mm. but um but then sort of i um i did but then um again there was a different vision by the other two to like finish off the album in a different way and sort of not write more songs and um yeah that's maybe getting used to the um other view of things maybe that was the hard part to understand fully what it's going to be that you're writing yeah how how do you um how do you settle um to use the word dispute if you want when you're kind of you know you're talking with it amongst yourselves about okay we want to do this and we want to do that how do you guys settle it uh well some some things are settled really quickly you know it's um just 
sometimes it's something that is just very tiny and maybe not so important, which is settled super quick or just the other way around that it's some kind of, you know, um, um, maybe someone's used to, I don't know, the drums in exactly that demo and doesn't want them to change. And then, you know, you're switching, uh, um, song parts with each other and and it's a lot about taste those are difficult issues because many times you're just uh arguing about taste you know and not about the parts actually not working with each other because they do it's just um mm. just a personal preference i think that's sort of sort of the difficult thing to get those preferences uh to be able to put them aside yourselves and to be more open to you know to things just turning out different and maybe it's cool that way um yeah i, I don't know really depending on what it is uh the arguing can go on for long or can be solved very quickly or there's also this option that it's just you know being left to lie around and then after a couple of weeks nobody care even cares anymore it's just sort of seemed at a time really important and then suddenly it isn't and then it's like ah oh, well yeah okay well, Let's then just leave it this way. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Sticking with the entire album process, but on the opposite side of things, what was some of the more fun and exciting aspects of creating the record for you? <laughs> um, well, for me, it was... Um, there were a couple of tracks where I could sort of just do whatever I wanted. That's like the last um track on the album which is called eristus this finnish name which is based on this cello picking figure and basically the whole song is just uh my um instrumental um arrangement and i was just playing around with sounds and with the instruments and just programming stuff and playing putting some piano into it some electric guitar and everything and i was i could just do what i wanted and um um, I hadn't, hadn't even presented that idea to the others, but then, you know, they just took the instrumental and then our guitarist and singer Neil sort of uh, recorded vocals over it. And, but I liked sort of also, I enjoyed the process of just writing stuff by myself and that it kind of, you know, fitted the taste of the band and I could do whatever I wanted in there. Um, just, you know, going for it. And um, a lot of it was written in lockdown. So, mm. you know, couldn't do much people were sitting at home and um i also had a time in berlin here where i was kind of like just enjoying getting deeper into songwriting and let me let maybe an idea lie around for a little bit longer and then returning to it and just you know uh, crafting it on the way that i wanted like painting the picture and just taking your time with it that was a lot of fun and i also enjoyed um um maybe diving to the into the sound production world this time a little bit more because there's more um sound design going on on this album than on the previous record and then i also really enjoyed writing crazy drum parts uh our drummer moritz hated me for that because it meant that he didn't have much say in the songwriting because a couple of pieces were already quite finished the way they were but it just meant for him to you know <laughs> he had to learn all that shit and that was sort of <laughs> must have been exhausting <laughs> but i sometimes like that i sometimes like to uh, write extreme drum parts make them a little bit over the top and crazy and then just to give it to the drummer and be like okay hey so this would be the song 
it would be cool if you could play exactly that way. I mean, because it kind of works, you know, what do you think? And then, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, sometimes you get a, uh, yeah, some hateful remarks back, which is very funny. Yeah. I must say, I, I really enjoy it sometimes. So that was like a thing that I enjoyed about this album. It was just sort of a, a little bit the freedom of the pieces that, you know, that one sometimes had and then just um, also giving stuff to others and be like, yeah, like I'm curious how it turns out now that I'm giving this to you and you have to, you know, somehow apply it to your style and then record it one day, whatever comes out out of that. You know? It seems like there's you didn't really put any limits on your own creativity. Is that fair to say? Yeah, sometimes we like to also you know, overdo things or make it just really extreme and find things out. Like I think with there's this uh, one black metal-y, blasty track on the album that is called Blood. And um, <laughs> actually, actually, we like a, at a lot later stage of the writing um, realized, actually short, shortly before recording, that the song was actually way too fast. It was just like, it was a bit too fast for the whole drumming and all those blast beats and for the guitars and bass as well. So like we in the last minute before the drum recordings decided to drop the whole piece by four beats per minute. So, um, you know, things like that might happen at times. And then, then it's just sort of us in the writing process where it was like, ah, holy shit, man. Like, this is a little bit like over the top, man. It's like a little bit too fast. Like, what the fuck would that we even write this this way but you know nowadays it's kind of cool with computer technology you can just um yeah you can still change it and before a studio recording session uh, mutually agree on hey let's take this tempo wise just down a little bit because the song will work you know the song will work let's just yeah. not do this like the original demo <laughs> well talking about Talking about specific tracks, then I want to ask you about one uh, in particular, because in our review, we kind of called you a brave band for starting off the album with something as dramatic, melodic and emotive as Agora. It's a stunning piece of music. Creating that, did you always see that as an album album opener or did you have no idea really where that was going to originally fit? If I remember right, then ah shucks. Okay, I'm not sure anymore if this is like hundred percent correct because this must have been in April two thousand twenty one. Mm. Um, and Otis, the second track following Agora was was already finished by then. Um, and I knew I had expressed this idea that I would find it cool if we do this Otis track, it would, it would be a song um, completely without uh, harsh vocals, growls or, or anything. And if we would start off the album, um, maybe with something atmospheric and soft, but we didn't have Agora written at that time. I just liked the feeling of starting um, this time very differently and maybe going like 15 minutes into the album and not you know heard one grow before like until that point so that people would be like um 
um, maybe surprised that we're not pulling out our traditional trademarks as we used to, you know, like directly. So, um, and, I, and that was also like a good um, um, step to not repeat yourself as well. Um, and then I think Agora was just sort of developing. Uh, it used to be a track with drums and an electric guitar first, actually, like nothing heavy, but sort of more like um, the figure came from the electric guitar that was uh, based on a demo by Neil Sauer guitarist. Mm. And then we went through different demo stages and at the end stripped down the whole thing and just went with an acoustic guitar and bass and then news and me kind of like wrote that piece in the holiday home and that was the moment where i was like hey this feels cool and this fits also um um harmony wise totally to otis so then actually there's even a in a in a core progression in agora that is at the end of otis like there's a there it's um yeah it's being quoted although it's very hidden so um and i knew i wanted to integrate those harmonies into that piece to make them somehow fit together um so then i think like we naturally realized that the, those two could go well together and that we would start the album off um very clean and um yeah that's a yeah it's it's difficult for me to remember because you know sometimes these processes are so mixed and you have an idea and then you realize it goes uh, well together with this other idea but then you're not quite there yet and then you just have this kind of vision and this feeling that you would like, like to start things off differently but you don't know what you're missing and then uh, in the writing of that song it turns out to be that that was exactly what you we were looking for the thing that you're creating at the moment and that's that's why it's um yeah, it's hard to sometimes explain why these things just come about you know but it happened yeah. yeah and I, I'm yeah I'm, a well, I'm sort of well aware of that I, I I have to ask you to cast your mind back a good few years to remember feelings yeah. sometimes as much as anything else yeah you used the word surprise though and I'm glad you used the word surprise because that was my reaction to it um although I love it it was still a surprise oh this is how they're starting to record off okay then <laughs> Yeah, the listener has no idea what's coming. That's sort of, that's a nice part actually after Otis that that's then where you have like arrived in the album and that's where it takes off. What other areas within um, the Heroes Effect do you find allows you personally to satisfy your creative cravings? For example, earlier on you mentioned enjoying the video creation, but are there other areas like maybe input, with artwork, things like that, that you can find yourself being quite creative with? Well, um, mainly it's really the writing phase. And um, also when we're doing set lists, I like to um, um, I like to recommend set lists to the other guys because I like, um, yeah, I like to create like a cycle of songs from different albums that will maybe give an interesting live listening experience and mm. you know, that's made up of songs that somehow um, um, have an interesting um, uh, thread overall, like um, interesting dynamics going on. So I like to do that a lot um, to make the song choices and then just recommend a set list to the others um, because I think I have a good feeling for that. Um, 
and um, and it's also challenging <laughs> because you can never play all of the tracks and you have to like make hard choices of kicking this song out and taking this one in and you know having this this on the one side and this on the other i mean like i Fuck, I have to make this decision decision right now because both won't fit. What is it gonna be? So that's it's something um cool because it's not so easy and you get, you keep going back and forth and then you know then you still have to find a solution together if the other uh two guys have the same taste like myself, you know, and consider it a good set list. So yeah, that's that's what I like. And music videos, yeah. I mean, if we were involved, and sometimes it's kind of like nice to do this time we weren't so much involved though um, um but i actually always enjoyed that i think it's very uh, something that's um um an interesting process because you just don't really know what you're creating and then at some point you see the outcome it's um and it has not so much to do with making music itself but it's a lot about you know different aspects acting places uh, cinematography and everything it's um working with different kind of people who are not musicians or producers you know it's it's interesting yeah to work out the concept and then sort of um happen in the music video itself yeah yeah and it's always fascinating to see a video um also like visually capture the vibe and feeling that the music is portraying as well as you know that can often be uh yeah. a, a great experience yeah definitely definitely yeah that's what I like, yeah. Merch designs we discuss mostly, uh, like in as a three piece and pretty, um, good at it. Find quick solutions. Um, with the artwork, it's most of the time that we don't have much to say in it because, uh, we've been doing the artworks with Alejandro Chaveta from uh, San Francisco who's done that since the first album and basically at the end of the day we just always give him the album and tell him to feel free to do whatever you want to do and um <laughs> uh, he always comes back with something completely amazing that somehow represents the vibe of the music and the concept or or the, you know and everything but but it's impossible to to like engage in the whole art thing because he sends so so much stuff around which is all amazing where you're like just wow you know yeah like why bother that. he's doing incredible that. yeah that's why we don't participate in the artwork at all we'd maybe maybe at the end of the day give a preference what we think of hey this looks mostly like the album cover i think this should be it and then he's like yeah great that's what i thought as well okay i'll, I'll make this ready and uh, by the way here are four different other panels and labels and everything and then he you know like morphs the rest of the artwork into fitting the album cover and it's just it's just uh we're pretty mind blown every time yeah yeah it's incredible and you're you, you're right you only have to look at the designs of your album artwork to know what an incredibly talented artist he is he is yeah i got one more for you and this is kind cool. of um hopefully looking back more than anything else for you what would be a good measure of this album's success when you were to look back on it in say a year's time well i think um the biggest success is always um uh, yeah the shows being packed you know people just showing up to the shows and buying maybe the record there and um giving us feedback and um yeah they really um as much as people as possible turn up to the shows that's i think 
the best feedback you can get. Um, of course, it's nice if magazines write nice stuff about it and give ratings. It's kind of like a cool thing, but at the end of the day, the voice that means us the most, I think, is always you know the voice of the fan and the community, and and um, only at live shows you 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 know get that feedback and you realize how the new songs also vibe with the people and what it does you know creates energy in the room and and no other experience can give you that like um you know you can try to describe an album with words maybe come from a journalist whatever it's a great thing but it will never be the same as you know standing with your fans in the room and celebrating those pieces so that i guess that means the biggest success to us of course also you know maybe getting into the charts would be a kind of nice thing but it's more like a symbolical value it's um yeah as i said i think the most value is shown on tour yeah, getting to play packed out venues with people who have come hungry, not just for what you've done in the past, but to hear these new songs yeah. played live because it is a collection of stuff that, let's be honest, you could probably play the whole album on full and satisfy just about everybody in a crowd. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see how that goes. We're going to go on tour now in um, one month time, I think, <laughs> three weeks. Mm. So... um. Yeah, we're really looking forward to that. I'm super excited. Saying that then, because you brought it up before, with the tour coming up, have you sorted the set list you want to play on this tour? Do you know exactly what you want to do? Yeah. Yeah. We've already rehearsed and um, yeah, we know exactly what we're going to play. And also the songs we're not going to play. <laughs> <laughs> On that front, we'll call it there. September 29th, this Friday, as a time recording via Long Branch Records. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much as well. It was a pleasure. Thank you very much for watching. If you'd like to see more content like this, please consider hitting the subscribe button. It is gratefully appreciated. You can find us over at gbhbl.com, our full website where reviews, news and so much more goes up daily. We're also on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, threads at gbhbl. Just search for gbhbl and you will find us out there. We also have merchandise on sale. You can access the shop via the website.